us is us is us. Welcome to Tatiana and Alonzo, Flavor of the Week. I'm your host, Alonzo, and to my right, my co-host, the phenomenal, some call her Tater Tide. Others call her the superstar. You know her as Tatiana. What's up, T? What's up, what's up? He loves to embarrass me every time we start the show. Every time. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's right. So we always try to keep it real. So this is a precursor. So today's show, in my opinion, um, today's show will go down as one of my favorite shows because it touches on um, every African-American in one way or the other. I think it's uh, that elephant in the room. It's one of the biggest challenges, in my personal opinion, facing many of us. And I'll, I'll tell you, I really think it hits home for me on a lot of reasons, for a lot of reasons. I think um, I think about my sister when she was eight years old, the story she told her mother. I think about um, the girls in the crowd when me and my boys would try to approach them. I, I think about the movie School Days. I don't know if y'all remember that. But uh, it's a... It's divisive, it's poisonous, it's a uh, reflection of self-hate that runs deep in our community. So Tatiana told me about this episode on Blackish, where Diane was basically blacked out of her school photo because of the lighting and her complexion. And then it moved into the subject of colorism. And I pulled the episode, and I'll have to tell you, it's now one of my favorite episodes. But what was interesting to me was that um, I was always aware of the discrimination and self-hate directed at my, my chocolate sisters, but I also realized that we hate on our fair-skinned sisters, too. And in this episode, um, you see how Rainbow and Junior, they, they, they had a hard time living with the jokes about not being black enough or not being 100% black. And then you see how Diane had bottled up all her pain from being the darkest person in the family. And so I think it just adds to that divide. So um, growing up, there were there were always jokes about complexion. And it's, it's never, never been funny to me on the dark side. I will admit, me and my boys, the light ones, we used to pick on them, you know, uh, call them salt and elder barge wannabes and stuff like that. So. We, we thought it was funny, but that's hurtful language, too. What do you think, too? Uh, well, you know, I think that we really shouldn't be dividing ourselves up based on your complexion. I, I like to just be like, you know, we're all black, we're all brown, you know, and let's not be trying to categorize people based on what shade of brown they are anyway. That's useless, and we don't need to be doing that. Absolutely. And so growing up, most of my girlfriends, um, they were they were chocolate. And my, my first crush in kindergarten, uh, Stephanie Richardson. What's up, Stephanie? And then- <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> ain't listening. <laughs> she will listen now. And in middle school, Erica Miles, another chocolate sister. So those were my first crushes. And uh, and so I, I um, appreciated them for who they were and the essence of their beauty. But I, I want to say that because growing up, the fellas would kind of, if we saw a group of girls and one was dark skinned, they would say, hey, Alonzo, the dark one's yours. And I had no problem with that because, you know, I I actually saw the beauty in all shades. So, but I realized looking back now that 
they had a standard. They thought they were going by what they considered to be beautiful, and it was a standard that was imposed on us. Uh, it's larger than us, but it was imposed on us by by um, American standards. And when you look at the magazines and movies, you see that. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think their standards of beauty in the United States. <laughs> All right, let me get on back on the subject. So, uh, back to Blackish. Um, I love Diane's testimony, and she was talking about. Wow. So, so back to Blackish. Um, I got off a, a little off subject. So, I love Diane's uh, testimony. They showed her putting on red lipstick at the uh, makeup counter, and the lady was like. You don't need red lipstick with that complexion. And then they showed um, a, a lady saying, you're gorgeous for a dark-skinned girl. And I remember my wife saying she used to hear that all the time, to, you know, you're cute to be dark-skinned. And so, um, and then I love what Anthony, Anthony Anderson said when he said, uh, when we talk about it, it wounds, and it, it starts uh, healing those wounds. And so, um, I. Again, this is a personal subject for me on another a lot of levels. But um, T, what do you any anything to add to that? I, I would love to let our interviewees get in on this discussion uh, now. Uh, <laughs> That's what I so like. in other words, she's telling me I'm long-winded and going on and on. So uh, let's dive into it. So today we have two special guests. We have Jackie and Shakira. How are y'all ladies doing? Good, good, good. So let's just dive right into it. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I see Jackie's holding to my the microphone. So Jackie, can, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we start into the interview? That's what I was just getting ready to ask. You right. said let's dive right in. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know how much you you're looking for, but I am um, the youngest of ten, and um, I have six brothers, and there are four girls. And we are all um, dark-complected people. Um, Mom and Dad were, and we didn't have a TV. That's why we joke about it being 10 of us. Because um, they didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> so, and we grew up in a very small town. Um, in, in a small town called Murfreesboro, if anyone has ever heard of that. And we, we have a town connected to us called Ahoski, where everybody in Ahoski looked like fair-skinned people. So when I when I attended college at North Carolina Central, I came to college here. Um, all of us did. All of the girls did. None of the boys went to college. None of the, um, our brothers. But the girls did. And when we came to North Carolina Central in Durham, and people would ask us where we were from, and we said a husky because it was the biggest place. Um, no one believed us because we're dark. And, and that's the, the thing that one thing that I oh, one thing that I always remember when we talk about colorism and, and different shades that's that's one thing that I always remember as a, as coming here attending college that I couldn't be from a high school because I'm not a fair skinned person. So for me and, and in my career I've I've found that. I've I've been in law enforcement for years and I just retired in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and yeah. now I own a food truck. Go to the food truck. Yeah. But anyway, what's the name um, of your food truck? Yeah, we give you free clubs here. R and J's Fish Wings and Things. Yes. Please join us. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, and
fried bologna. So just come join us. I'm finished with my club. Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Thanks. Shakira, tell us about yourself.
And it's funny you mentioned about addiction because I know I, I, I mentioned how I would pick on the, the light-skinned group guys in our group. But what I noticed as we got older, they became the most militant, fight the power, shut them down, people that right. you want to know. And I don't know if they were like overcompensating or yeah, like, you, you know. Do. Yeah. You do. You do. You do ultimately. Like I said, how I talk now. I didn't talk like this before. But over time, it's, you have to get in where you fit in, you know, unfortunately. Now, I, I just this is who I am now. I've been, I don't know how, how else to be anymore. You know, it's interesting that you said that because growing up, I think I was so mean mm-hmm. towards people because that's the way people, they treated me. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I, I became comfortable and, and maybe that's why it, it led me to law enforcement because it was okay to be mean. Mm-hmm. But as an adult and, and as, People began to well, not people. As I began to accept the fact that yeah, I'm black. Yeah, but you can't. You can't tell. You can call me ugly because of the complexion of my skin, but you can't call all this yeah, ugly. No, so that's, no. that's, I had to understand that if I got the ugly, or oh, you, you're not as pretty as the next as your friends that mm-hmm. you hang around. It was because I had to accept the fact you just you can't see past the complexion that's right. of my complexion. That's right. You know. So then, as as an adult. I became a nicer person to some people. I guess my husband would say that. <laughs> but I became a nice person. And um, it's, it's real interesting that you, something that you said, AZ. I was working in a school and there was a receptionist, very attractive young lady. I mean, you would think she was of Indian descent. She was a black female, but she had the long hair. And, you know, because if you're pretty, I'm going to call you pretty. I don't have any issues. Right, right, right. But she was very pretty, and she was trying to describe a child to me, a student in the school, and she said, well, uh, she said, you know that, you know the girl, she's dark-skinned, but she's pretty. Yeah. And, and you said that, and I was like, well, that's one of my stories. Right? So it's, it's so... Obviously, it's common for people to think that just because you have a dark complexion, it's not common for you to be attractive mm-hmm. just because you're dark. So that's that's uh, absolutely something that we have to deal with. Yeah. So let me that. ask both of y'all this: um, now that you talked about it, so going up, um, did you feel beautiful? Did you feel like you were beautiful? No, not up? at all growing up. But my parents always told me that I was, and they they always told all of my sisters. And that's the thing, when people tell me now that I look like my oldest, that is the most, that's the biggest compliment in the world to me. Because she is a gorgeous black, well all of my sisters are gorgeous yeah. black women, but the one that I look like, she is gorgeous. So no, growing up, uh-uh, because you can't feel beautiful when people are calling you tar baby, smokestack, mm-hmm. um, what else did I get? Mm-hmm. Uh, names like that, so there's no way in the world, and I think that's when I put that wall up, because I wasn't going to accept people being mean to me, I was just going to be mean to you first. What about you, Shakira? What, growing up, did you feel beautiful? No, I didn't. Because, like you say, you get, and then my family called me Miss Piggy. They thought it was funny, you know. And, I'm, and, I, and we, my, 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 me, my siblings, my mom's side, they always made jokes about color. And, and I guess to them it was okay. Mm-hmm. But you get to a point where it's like, I don't even like my complexion. When I tell you, when it came to being around dark-skinned women, you know how you, you they put the thing up, like, don't shoot? Mm-hmm. You know, how when you get pulled over by a police officer, you put your hands up so they don't shoot you? That's how I had to be when, it, when I came around a bunch of dark-skinned women. I had to show myself friendly because they automatically, 
assume that I'm this stuck-up, light-skinned girl. And so you, that's why you see this, hey, how you doing? Because I want to let you know I'm harmless. I'm not, I don't know what kind of white light skin when you've experienced, but I'm not that. Um, but I didn't feel beautiful. I suffered with my self-esteem for a long time. I mean, you get called Crayola, you know, because marshmallow, you know what I mean? Um, not to mention I had weight problems. So, and I probably had weight problems because I didn't feel beautiful. So, you know, um, but I've, I noticed that I've always been the kind of person, even though I was raised from a given family. I think I tried to buy people because I just wanted to be accepted. Being the lightest on both sides, getting called all kind of names because of your complexion, something you cannot change. Um, and then getting a score. I mean, one girl beat me up, you know, and I ain't know how to fight, I know how to fight now, so sis, if I see you. <laughs> you know, I was a kid, you know. Um, and so you don't realize how oh, those layers kind of pile up over the years. And um, But I've, I've always tried to show myself friendly to people, but I did not feel beautiful. I did not. And a, a good part of my life, when I when I got older and I got in high school and my sister went away to college, my sister was like my mother. My mom was like my aunt. I still love my mom, but we you know just had a different kind of relationship. Um, but when she went away to college, my brother went to the military and me and my other brother did his own thing. I got loose. I got loose. And that's because you just, you don't feel, you know, you feel like you need somebody to validate you. You know, you want to feel wanted because I'm not shaped like a typical, so you know, you got some thighs and some booty. I'm, I'm shaped like a, a sponge. Look, 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 look. I'm, but you know, but not going back to feeling, I used to get called pancake because my butt is not thick, you know? So I'm like, you know, I, I saw him, like, oh, she got, and, and that's that's an insecurity for me because it's when you're an African-American woman, they expect you to have a yeah. big booty, you know, flat stomach, you're supposed to, not yeah. shaped like that. I'm, I'm shaped like a square. You're going to get a box, you know? You are not but shaped. Everybody who cannot see this woman, she does not look like no square. I, I wanted to say something, but I'm on lockdown. So. <laughs> go, go ahead. But, you know, that, that, that has always been, uh, insecurity for me and I have struggled with my weight for so much in my life and and that's a good point too with the weight thing because mm-hmm. I have as well mm-hmm. and 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 now is is you have to in order to to get it under control you have to feel good about yes yourself. you do and, and and that takes time because yeah. it, it took time for us to put it on yeah so it's gonna to take, take time, time for us yes, to right but my parents would not allow us to call each other names we couldn't, we, we couldn't do that because yeah. we knew we were going to get it from the outside. Yeah. And that's what I tried to tell my son. I have a 17 year old son. Hey, baby. Um, <laughs> but now, and, and even with his, his cousins and stuff, I don't think it's cute yeah. for you to ridicule like your cousin. Yeah. You're going to get that from the outside with family. Yeah. So I, I don't think people understand um, how those things can They sure affect you for, the, for your adult. So, when is the first time you heard the term colorism? I mean, or did uh, is it something that you kind of had an experience with and a notion of, but you didn't have a word to put with it, and at a certain point you learned about what that was, and, and what does it mean to you now? Um, that's true. I never knew what it was um, until just, well, I won't say just recently, but I never put a term to it. Yeah. Um, and, and what it means now is, I think it's, it's worse now because it's among our own race. You know, we're we're 
as if we don't have enough crap in in the world to deal with as sisters. Yeah. I, and, and let me tell you, when I walked in, I didn't get that can you think you're better than that. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. that feel from yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what other people get, but I didn't get that feel. But it's worse. The colorism is worse because it's among us sisters. Yeah. And we've got so much crap to deal with yeah. in life. So why do we need to be canny? Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know if that answers your question or not, but but that's when it, it's just been. I I didn't have a name to put on it. I just knew as as a race that we were always putting each other down for some reason or another, mm-hmm. and it's it's worse. I, I, I don't know. You think it's worse than actual dealing with it with white folks, you know? Because yeah. you know you got to deal with yeah. them. But in in this, when we're supposed to be sticking together, and and there we have so many issues as African American females. I don't think we need to deal with, with all that other foolishness. I yeah. just think it's foolish the way we think we criticize yeah. each other yeah. for for different things, especially about the complexion. Thing. Yeah. That's yeah. just crazy to me. I think I don't I, again like you, not necessarily been able to coin it, put a term on it, but to have a notion like, okay, or people um, attributing certain things in your life, certain successes that you may have to your complexion. Mm. Oh, you got that because you like skin. Mm. Mm. You know, or this happened you because you like skin. Like, white America gives me a pass because I'm light skin. Let me tell you this. When I was a little girl, I, I remember watching the Ku Klux Klan. Um, they had did some graffiti or some type of riot um, in some town. And my stomach turned because I was probably in the sixth grade. And that's when I was really starting to learn about the Ku Klux Klan and what they did. And I remember the first thing I said to my mama, she was glued to the TV. I said, Mom, will they hurt me too? She turned to me, she said, I don't know why you're still black. I don't know why they wouldn't, you still black. And you know, and I <laughs> and so it's kinda like in that I think my mom and I think my entire household kept me very humble and kept me very grounded in the fact that you I might be lighter complexion, but you are still black. And you are gonna still face the same things, maybe to a different degree, maybe. People might be a little bit more accepting of you because of your complexion, maybe, but you are still a black woman. Um, I remember when I were in the apartment, my landlord asked me, well, are you mixed with something? And um, she told my sister, she said, y'all, my, my sister and I are opposite complexion. She said, y'all come in different colors, don't you? Oh, my <laughs> God. Did you rent from this woman? <laughs> oh, my I God. Said, but <laughs> it didn't last long. Um, but, you know, again, as she's an older white lady and very Southern. And you can, and I, I remember, but I had to do what I had to do. But that's just the way they think. And unfortunately, I think even for her as a, a landlord, I, I wanted my experience as a tenant to be different because I think she had the stereotype that all black people are nasty, they're lazy, they sit home. So I don't mind telling, I got my bachelor's degree. It took me 10 years to get it, but I got it, you know? So I just, but you do have that, that you're not, you didn't know, I didn't know quite what to coin it as, but there's, and I agree with you, you have to deal with it in the world, but it hurts even more when you can't come, you can't even sit beside a sister and embrace her because of things that she's been through. It's not really either of our fault. It all ties back to slavery to me. It's not our fault, but you know, we have to realize that it's not our fault and not be at odds with each other. You know what I mean? Because we both have had it hard, right? You know, but that's my two cents. Well, that's good. So you, you both mentioned white people. So let me ask, one question for Shakira, um, how, 
how often did you hear like what are you did you hear that a lot I have, oh my, my light skin sisters would tell me they would hear that all the time i but. think the only thing that was my saving grace was my nose i had thick features i got big nose and big lips but i still heard it a lot because i'm in a small county and so you know you don't at that time you didn't see a lot of biracial stuff going on yeah. you know and and so yeah what, what you mix with yeah, especially our people what you mix with you know that's your daddy you know well yeah that's what i'm being told i think so <laughs> you know so you 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 get that a lot you get that a lot i mean you do um when my when i had my oldest son he had a blonde he had blonde hair and at the time his eyes were like a bluish color but his dad is black you know, but his dad's family, they have hazel. My family has hazel eyes. He just pulled from genetics. But I remember the daughter asked me, was there any question about paternity? Wow. Oh, I was young. That is so offensive. And it, it's only it when you have these conversations that you realize the stuff that people say to you yeah. that's out of pocket. But you, you, don't, do, you don't do anything about it because you don't know, you know. But yes, just as clear as day. Is there, wow. as, as she petted his hair. Is there any question of paternity? Like you have the gall to ask me, is my son mixed with something else because of how he looks? Did you, did you so you didn't go off? No, I didn't. Oh. First of all, I didn't go off because I, I was high. <laughs> I did not go off. I did but not you, go off. But you know what? If we, when you talk about that, I, we've been fighting all our lives. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It is constantly. You get used to and, it. Yeah, you yeah, everything is constant. So with you saying that, yeah, right now we probably don't. But growing up, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, fights, fights, fights. Yeah. Because it's just so painful. Yeah. And you don't know what else to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. the tears run out. So it's time yes, to be on. Wow. Yeah. So Jackie, um, speaking of whites again, um, I've heard my my dark sisters tell dark skinned sisters tell me that whites tend to sometimes say come to them and say I really love your skin tone it looks beautiful more so than African Americans is have you experienced that um I white people are amazed um at my skin tone that I'm not from. Jamaica, um, and and from the from the islands because of my skin tone. I don't know, my skin tone is the same. It's just beautiful skin. I mean, um, I lost my thought. I was gonna say something to that. Don't worry, people. I do it all the time. I'm getting older. <laughs> what was your question? Then? Just oh, about stuff. Oh. But you know, I'm gonna tell you about an experience I had with a white person. Though they couldn't believe that I was considering getting a tattoo because they didn't think it would show up on my skin. They, and they came out. And the they person said, came out and said, wow. Somebody said out of pocket earlier, wow. You said that to me? I, I can't believe you're thinking about getting a tattoo. Are we going to be able to do it? What? So, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, some of the things I have to deal with. But let me ask you this. Being around dark-skinned sisters, um, did, did you have any dark skin friends when you were mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So did, did you feel differently around them? Did, um, did they treat you as a friend? They did. They did treat me as a. They did treat. They did treat me as a friend. Um, but I also had a lot of betrayal from them too. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, 
somehow when people don't understand the, the similarities of a world, they become jealous because we're not really different from each other. I just have a lot of complexion. That's it. But some people, unfortunately, when it's been engraved in me that white people women think they're better than that. They think they this. They have all these opportunities. You can love someone. You can love the essence of who they are, but you will let something that's not even fit change your perception about them. And so I experienced a lot of that. I mean, I, I had some friends who were writing notes about me in class, and I got a hold of it. She thinks she's pretty. She just fishes for compliments. No, I'm broken. You know, I, you know so I'm, I'm telling you, I've been through it. And like you said, the tears, they do run out. Okay. You do get tired of crying. You do get tired of um, trying to, to plead with people to treat you better, you know. Um, but I, I remember one of my closest friends, she said to me, I don't normally be happy. I'm not normally friends with light-skinned girls. She said, so when I met you, I was like, what does light-skinned girl want? You know, and I, I told, but I had to do that. Don't shoot. I'm friendly. I'm harmless. <laughs> you know, and it's sad you have to give a disclaimer, but people do not believe that there are women who are light-skinned. And I, I can't even see myself being that kind of woman. Right. But evidently they're there. They're out there. And I've had dark-skinned women who are mean. And, I, you know, and, and it's like, why are you so mean? Yesterday, I went to the store. I came in, two dark skin girls sitting right in front of me. I'm like, hey. You know, just because I have to do that, it's like a natural thing. Like, hey, how you doing? And they kind of eyeball you. And, and it's like, what did I do? What did I do? You don't even, I don't even, I don't talk. And, and with that, you find yourself keeping your friend circle. Small. So yeah. small. Yeah. So small. And, and I joke with people all the time about I only have a handful of friends that yeah. don't want anymore. Yeah. Because those are the ones that I know that are loyal to me and love me for who I am. Right. The Dark color thing, the color, the color situation, it runs deep. It runs deep. I think, I think it runs deeper than people are willing to give, give it credit oh, for. Yeah. Probably because the, the opportunities, the, you know, how you perceive something is how you posture yourself to handle it. So if you feel like that because your complexion, because you're brown skin, that you're not going to qualify for a corporate job or whatever, that you're not going to go after it. And you're going to look at this other light-skinned woman who applied for the same job, and she got it, not because she's better than you, but because she applied for the job. Right. You know what I mean? And Sometimes you didn't even try, you didn't even because, try you didn't because, like because you already allowed yourself to be defined by something like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um and even to this day, we're talking in 2019. It's straight. My my sister in law is is the is lighter than anything. I mean, really, she's more fair skinned than you. But we we went on the trip, and she saw me. She does the um, what's the thing on the Don't say paper bags. Oh, uh, what live? Yeah, when we when we what is it? Facetime. Facetime. Face yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Facetime on the phone, and she saw me. She was like, Jack, you're black. Yeah, I am. And but but that it didn't bother me because I am so into I, I love my blackness. Yeah. Okay. It's just and, and now I don't have any issues. You can't tell me that I'm not a beautiful woman. Absolutely. Inside and out. Because I know yeah, that. Now. Yeah. Take some time. But I, I know that. Got there. So that's who I am. That's you almost have as a light skinned woman, I have to be very careful not to be that loose with my mouth. Very careful. I won't I don't even make jokes. 
you know, I I might say the N-word every now and then. Every now and then, depending on how I feel. But for the most part, I feel like I have been kind of shaped to stay away from the black jokes or you this. I, it's almost like you take your tongue out. I, I just can't. And so even though she may not have meant anything by it, I can't even say, oh, you black. I can't say it. I cannot say it. Um, and she meant something bad, but that's okay. But that kind of plays into our point of there are women out there who act that way. Yeah, yeah. you know that. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I'm not that kind of person, so I can see why the women would respond to someone like that. But I just think to myself, how can you look at someone and say, "Oh, you're black," yeah, and then yeah. with that, just know. That I can take it because it's what I've grown right. up with, right. you know. So it's it's just it's that wall, yeah. you know. Okay, okay, bye. Yeah. So speaking of um, growing up with, what was your coping mechanism? What did you do? Like some people become angry, some people are jokesters, some people, you know, to, to deal with it, isolate themselves. How did you? Oh, I wasn't playing easy. I fight. Oh, I, I used to fight. I that that was my thing. I would I would fight as much as I love my sisters now. We would I would fight them. I would fight the people in the neighborhood. I'd kick the dog. Whatever it, I would fight, and and that's what that's how I deal with. It. I Do fight. you think you lashed out at any um light skinned sisters that who maybe didn't deserve to be lashed out against? Uh-uh. Okay. I just lashed out at everybody. Just everybody. I, yeah, yeah. I no discrimination. Just, yeah. <laughs> I just lashed out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here, oh. Toto. oh my goodness. Get <laughs> <laughs> on out the way. Yeah. So that, that's that's how I dealt with it. Yeah. Just, you just fight. And then our family was so close. So going to them because they were doing dealing with the same thing too. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was just easy. It was easier. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. It was just easier to um to fight. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shakira? I ate and told jokes. I ate, yeah. told jokes. You know, you have to figure out a way to. Yeah. Oh, old yellow. I remember this one guy named Hector. Hector used to call me old yellow, and he was Hispanic. And I'm pretty sure I've made a racial joke about him at some point in my life. But it's like you have to become witty and how to respond to people because if not, you can't be no punk. You can't keep crying about the same situation. I I had like a black black mom. Like the kind of kind of mama, if you got in a fight and you lost, you gonna get your tail over at home. So it's like you have to, you know, you have to be the kind of person where you can respond, even if if even if it hurts you, you have to hold it together in that moment. You can go in the bathroom and cry, but in that moment, you better save your face. So, um, but I saved my face, but I also stuffed my face. <laughs> so you know, you have this unhealthy relationship with food, along with. No, my dad and I were not that close. Um, so you, you just, like I said, it's just so many things. Like the complexion was just a thin layer on top mm-hmm. of all the yeah, other stuff I had to deal with. That word layer. There are so many yeah. layers to this whole thing. So yeah. many layers. So many layers. So Shakira, now as a counselor, mm-hmm. if you if you had to deal with um, someone who came to you, whether they were light skin or dark skin, they're like, mm-hmm. I'm going through this issue. What kind of coping mechanism would you would you advise for them now? It's probably, you probably wouldn't tell them the eating thing. I mean, do you have like a different perspective on it now and what you would say? When it comes to the the people that I talk to, I'm very straightforward. I probably would tell them the food thing. I would tell them that because people need to know that we're human. So you would tell them it happened, but not to, not to do it. Not to use it. Not to use it. Because a lot of people I see, the people I've seen so far, people who have drug addictions. So they have 
the layers. They had the baggage, mm-hmm. but they used heroin, they used crack cocaine to deal with it. So at the end of the day, we, when we face troubles, all of us, all of us have some type of way, some coping mechanism, be it healthy or un- unhealthy. Um, but I would tell them very candidly, this is what I did. And from that point on, I've had to struggle with my weight. From that point on, I've had to struggle with my identity and who I am. I would never recommend somebody to do, you can't rely on an object, whether it be porn or drugs or food, to fix this and this, your your heart and your mind. So I would just, I would have a conversation with someone, figure out the root of it. Figure out the root of it. Because it wasn't my complexion that bothered me as much as my dad not being there for me. Because, you know, it's something about your dad saying you're beautiful. My little girl, you know, my mom, my dad had a bad relationship. And so sometimes I got the backlash of their bad relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my mom didn't mean no harm, but she didn't call me beautiful. I didn't have my mom and daddy tell me I'm beautiful. You know, my mom would say some hurtful stuff to me. Lord rest her soul, I love her. Um, and I had to forgive her for that. But you add the light skin complexion thing on top. You got your family telling you that you're ugly at home. Go to school, you hear it. So why would anybody expect you to have high self-esteem? <laughs> you know, I'm not oozing out here like I'm queen of America. Like, no, I don't want to be this person. Um, so I would, I try to tell people the truth because we need to see that we're just alike. We have the same struggles. We deal with everyday life. There's nothing different. There's nothing different. I would tell them that because they need to know I went through it. You can be okay because you're going to go through it too. And this is, you know, we can figure out what works for them. Everybody's different. And it's like, you can be okay. You can. You, you will be. Exactly. You'll be here popping, honey. Right. Yes. That's right. Yes. Right. You will be okay. You will be okay. So um, we're we're talking a lot about um, about the situation of like. Um, you know, not not buying into light skin being better or anything like that. But I actually, uh, I mean that that's not you guys' experience. But I've seen some people where they they are very much buying into it. Mm-hmm. I work with kids, mm-hmm. and I just actually this month there's a little teenage boy, and he is very fair skinned and um, he was asking somebody like there were some other kids who were eating pizza and soda, and he's like, "Give me, give me your food." And they're like, "No, why would I give you my food?" Cause I'm light skinned wow. He really said that. I'm like, you know, it's some adult that I'm put right. that in his head yeah. that you have to give me stuff because that I'm better than you yeah. because I'm yeah. light skinned yeah. And I was just like, I did he really just? Did he get beat up? Did he really, no, he did not get beat up. I mean, well, we couldn't allow that anyway. Even if they had tried that. Even if they had tried that. You know, but he was saying like, you know, he said, you know, yeah, I look good because I'm like, he says these things. I'm like, who, what adult? There is some adult that is putting that in his head. And where, how do we stop that? I don't know. I mean, we we would hope that the current generations aren't going through that. But if there's some other people who went through it in the past or have some preconceived notions, they they might still be passing it down to to the youth of today. And I wonder if it stems from... If you got you have two ways of looking at it. You can look at it like, you know, kind of that I'm I'm sovereign, I'm you know, but you could also look at it as a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Is this child being taught yeah. this because their parent went through the abuse of being like complexion yeah. and you want to reinforce to that child that you are great. Unfortunately, I understand the intent if that's the case, but the way it went about was was not good. Like I have my youngest son, he's seven. He has this cute little lisp. I just love it. Um <laughs> But he didn't understand the color situation. I had explained to him, you know, we're still black. 
everybody's black language is the dark i'm not black my skin is this color you know so you have to kind of go through that part of it um but i never want my kids to feel like they're better than anybody but at the same time i don't want them to be torn down because they don't look like necessarily the majority because unfortunately i don't know what i I hate to say it, but America, Europeans have taught us to hate ourselves to the point where we want to let the Kardashian. You don't see much us. You don't see a lot of us with natural hair. You know, you don't see a lot of us trying to really be our authentic selves. We want to look like Europeans, and I'm guilty of it. You know, just because now I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna get, I'm gonna get this girl relaxed because I can't. I just don't know how to time, but you know, <laughs> I, I'm just not been around. I, I tried. I tried. But natural hair so hard. It is. It's managed. It's, it's, yeah, it's a yeah, lot it to is. manage. <laughs> but I'd rather not have natural hair because I don't like the how I can manage it versus me not having it because I think it's ugly or because I think there's something wrong with it. There's a difference. You don't like natural yeah. hair? Okay. It, take, it does take a long time. Okay, it takes a long time greasing them scalp. It does. But, but you know, girl, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But if you don't like natural hair because you feel like it's ugly, because you, it attaches you to your ancestry, because it reminds you of where you come from, that's different. That's totally different. Um, but to to the to the kid that you mentioned, um, there's no telling what that kind of situation was at home. Uh, but like it goes back to the parents having that conversation. You're not better than anybody. You're loved, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're handsome, whatever. Um, but you're not better than someone because they have a lighter or darker complexion. Right. And and that's what we need to do with our kids. Let them know that they are they are good, they're yeah. they're beautiful, they're loved, but it's not because you're better. Yeah. It's just because you are who God made that's you. Right. That's, that's right. It's just as simple as that. But speaking about the natural hair, I was just in the bank two days ago and a lady came in and she said she I'm telling you the woman absolutely crazy because she was standing there talking to herself and the bank was full of people and I'm thinking am I the only one who hear this woman saying <laughs> all this mess but she she was talking about everybody there were women there with the with wraps around their head yeah. and she was saying you know while y'all here and um, I love Trump you know she was just going off the bat oh my gosh yeah, just standing in line uh. but the, the tellers and all were just looking around so I'm thinking okay she must she must be a regular but she was okay until she looked at me and she said, and why do I have look like that? And see, then I went to my earrings and the quiet oh, little yeah. back in. Because you can do anything. Yeah. Don't talk That's about my hair. Yeah. You know? yes. So I'm thinking you ain't really as crazy as you think. Yeah. But she was a black female standing there wow. saying those things. I assume this woman was white this whole time. No, this was a black woman. Not. She was a black woman. Oh, I was just telling you. And it was just amazing. And I'm like, Really, y'all ain't nobody calling the police. You know, I'm, I'm just. But she was just standing there doing that, and then she, she went for my hair. And you look at, look at Instagram, right? You see so many women on social media. They have the bundles. I've worn a bundle. I love a good bundle. Man. I love a good bundle. Don't give me no bundle deal. I love a good bundle. But you have the, the bleaching creams and all yeah. this stuff. You have. I mean, I have seen women on Instagram who you can tell are doing something to change your complexion. Um, there was a show, who was it? I think it was Ayama. She had some girl from Love and Hip Hop who got bullied when she was younger. But this woman has done something to her skin and to her hair where she looks like she is of European descent. And so it's like, dang. You know, we change ourselves so much to fit into their structure, but they don't like us. Right. They don't, they don't, they're not ready to embrace us. And because they, they feel like, and I'm, I don't, I love white people. I love all people. But I think the culture, especially in the South, is 
you have to identify with us. I went to the store today and I almost didn't get some glasses because they were owned by a black company. Just that, just that, just that. And I had to, but girl, if you don't get yourself together, but it's like you, you it was by Rockaware. I didn't want to look like, you know, I didn't want to like, you know, Rockaware. That kind of, I was like, I don't want to Rockaware. But I was like, you know, it's, it's been systemic where they yeah. teach you yeah. that you, that's why you can have black people who still wear Gucci, who still wear these clothing lines that are not for our people, obviously, but we still wear them because we associated with class, we associated with wealth, we associated with all of that to say we have totally told ourselves that light is good, European, what's the natural hair is not good, you know, um, I don't know how I got on that subject, but anyway. Well, we went and we started talking about the Tatiana's, uh, the little boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so let yeah. me ask y'all this. Have y'all seen this? Because I can tell you in my family I've seen it when there's a newborn and they're lighter or the hair. Look at the hair. It's almost... No, eight feet. Have you ever experienced that? Or look how light my he or son, she is. When I had my son 17 years ago, he was... Now, you can see my husband and you see me. My son was fair-skinned. They used to joke with me about that I had... Fair with the Mexican guy next, <laughs> next door. Fair skin, beautiful, curly hair. Don't know where in the world it came from. Mm -hmm. But that was, and it wasn't supposed to be my child mm -hmm. because he came out looking that mm -hmm. way. So it's, it's that's that's just amazing to me. Does he still look that way or did it change? He looked like him right there. <laughs> <laughs> With hair. <laughs> oh, look at his face. If you guys could just see husband's no, face right he now. Has, my son has twists like, like I do. And yeah. he has all the hair over on his head. So, yeah. Yeah, but he looks just like him then. So, all of that other stuff is gone. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Shakira? Of course. Yeah. And I still get it now. Somebody said to me the other day, all of y'all are clear. You know people and you know you you learn again like you said at wall to laugh about it yeah. but it's times like this when you had this kind of conversation you're like dang that's kind of messed up yeah, you know <laughs> we I clear mean. though i yeah. mean yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of colors but it's clear, clear. yeah um, it's clear. But you get yeah. used to it you, you kind of be like oh and because i think at the heart of it people don't know any you don't mean any harm just ignorant yeah and but it, so should we excuse that should we be okay with that? well i think you i think yeah. it becomes ah I think it comes with choosing your battles. Now, I think it comes down to if someone who was not black said it. Black people have a lot of layers when it comes to colorism. And so some of us are open to it. Some of us deep embedded. You got, I mean, this thing is deep. So you can have a whole lecture and somebody still not get it. You know, because it, it goes back to how you internalize how you yourself is. You, you kind of deflect it on other people. So I can, I can definitely... With us, it's kind of different now. With somebody of another race, I'm going to take my time with them because I want you to know now. Now, I might let my sisters and brothers do it because we are sisters and brothers, but right. you won't. But you cross that line. Mm -hmm. um, so, but you're right. You you should not necessarily accept it. And I think it comes with how that setting that boundary and how far are you going to go. You know, okay. the part when a person said I was clear, I was like, okay. Uh, I believe in correcting everyone. Yeah. I'll just be honest, yeah. me personally, because I do. I have my own personal experiences, and mm -hmm. I think, um, like you said, it is. It's a lack of knowledge and understanding, yeah. but there are so many layers and so much hurt that goes on from, and, and like I said, I talk to, I have female and male friends who can all tell me a story about some colorism, you know, experience. Yeah. And it, 
And, and I again, my own personally, my family, how uh, dark-skinned children was treated differently. Yeah. My sister, my brother's uh, dark-skinned, and my sister would tell him he was adopted, you know, yeah. growing up. Yeah. So it, it runs deep. It does run deep. And I'm like, when do you, how, when is there a, I think, you, I'm glad you guys are opening the discussion to this because it is so layered. It's such a heavy topic because so many people are broken behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, you have kids who grow into adults who are still carrying that yeah, same hurt? Yeah, look at us. when they were kids. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, we don't. Yeah. You don't. You just grow older, but you don't necessarily get over that. You got to heal from that. You know, um, and I probably should be more correcting about it. Like you said, like you said, do we just let it go? Do we pacify it. That might be my problem. Maybe I just am too kind of. But whose issue is it to fix? I mean, we have to stop this. It needs to stop, and this is a problem. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to put that burden on every every single person's responsibility to correct every bad behavior that happens in the world. But if it happens to you, you stop them for that moment. Hey, this is the impact that you're having, especially if there's a child witnessing this. Hey, this child is going to grow up thinking that they're better because they're light-skinned or they're going to have low self-esteem issues whatever the case may be, and then it's going to go down to their children and their children. So I think on an individual level, you're right. It's it's a hard it's nut a hard, to crack. Yeah, but in your individual experience, I think you, and this is just me, I mm-hmm. think that um we're, we're called and we're expected and we should stand for what's right. That's true. That's true. I don't think I would ever, um, I, it goes back to the wall thing. I probably can take it. But I don't think I would let anybody just sit and attack someone else, be it light skin or dark skin. Yeah. You know, if I see something, yeah, in oh, no, no, no. But you would let them attack. Yeah, you. I'm, because I'm used to it, yeah. and, and and I probably would be more of the hero. Like I, I, I probably go back to my times as a child when nobody stood up for me, and I would probably say, "You're not going to do that to that person." But me, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's a good one. You know, and I might would be more inclined. Depending on what you say, yeah. the clear thing. Uh, uh, if you if you would tell me now as an adult, I would think I think I'm better because I'm light skin. I would ask you, what's well, this? What do you measure that with? Mm-hmm. What kind of ruler? Okay, mm-hmm. I want to know how you measure that. Um, but even giving a small allowance sometimes can cause something a bigger because sometimes with something like for us, if someone brought something to our attention, it kind of changed our perspective, and we thought, hmm, you think about that before. I didn't know that would hurt you. I didn't know that was offensive. So, you know, I probably could, that probably would have been a teachable moment or opportunity for me to say something. And I'll remember that going forward. Like, man, that kind of hurt, you know? But I'm just, I'm just really surprised because I didn't, learning from you as a fair-skinned, light-skinned, like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that you, you could have even suffered the same thing oh, that I did. Oh, yeah. And that's just amazing to me. And I think that's why some women who are light-skinned hate dark-skinned women. And I think we hate each other for the for the same reason because we're told that our complexions are not good enough. Y'all think that not y'all. When I say y'all, I think mm-hmm. they're okay. dark skinned women. Y'all think that we are better. We think we're better, and I think it goes down to the house Negro, to the field Negro. That's all it goes back down to. And then we, as a complexion, fair skin, think that you know y'all hate us because we were in the house with white man but we were still slaves you know so my in my mind i'm thinking whether we're dark skinned or light skinned our people were still slaves maybe the light skinned people got treated a little bit better maybe they were in the house but they still got raped they still got beaten they still got starved 
nobody was free from the oppression that slavery brought. You know, maybe different levels to it, but everybody was still impacted by it, which I think is what it still boils down to. But yes, the hurt. I got called a nigger when I was in sixth grade. This white boy, Craig Steps. Yes, I said his name. <laughs> yeah, I said his name. Adam, so I know, so he know it's real. Yes, he called me. He said, you nigger. Oh my God. I can't and right the now. the way he said it, he said, you nigger. And he had an air, air. I mean, that was from his heart. He meant that. He meant that. He meant that. Um, and I, I was shocked because I'm like, dang, this one thing when somebody says it behind your back, when they right. say it to your face, but guess what? You probably would have got called the same thing. We, I'm light skin, you dark skin, you still a nigga. You know what I mean? And their eyes, big called in their eyes, it's still yeah. the same. Yeah. So, yeah. um, that's deep. But that is very emotional. thing is, is a nice thing compared to some of the things that I have been called. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's, um. And it's all because of, of my complexion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sad that you let some. My pastor always says something that is not even a the size of a dime, the dip, the the width of a dime deep. You let that determine how you treat someone. It's sad. I feel like um I mean I had a list of questions but you guys took it to a whole nother level. Oh, like, Lord, I'm I appreciate so No, I'm happy. That's what we wanted. I mean it, it was everything that I expected. Um let me ask y'all this about the your dating um and men and so <laughs> Shakira's rolling her eyes, everybody. Oh, you you okay. can't see it because we're on audio <laughs> only. Come on, Shakira. <laughs> so I know I have to ask this because um, my best friend growing up who was dark skinned and my brother, I said, was dark skinned. I recall asking them, why don't y'all ever talk to the, the dark sisters? And both of them said, we have tried, but they won't give me time a day. And they both always talked or dated light skinned women. So my question. Wait, wait, wait. The guys were. They yeah, were... Both of them are dark skinned and they tried to, They said in the past they tried to talk to dark skinned women, but they were always shut down. Okay. And so. And I've I've heard different stories like, you know, a sister would say, well, I'm not going to date a a dark man like me because I don't want to have a black baby or whatever. So I was going to start with Jackie and ask her, did you discriminate against dark skinned men in the dating scene? Um, I don't think I did, but my first real boyfriend was very, very, very light skinned. And his mom did not like me at all because I was too dark for him. Mm. Um, And my mom really, they go to church together, man. My mom really dislikes her. I mean, every time. Because she knew that that she said that about me. So I don't, I've I've dated all kinds of um, complexion men. I don't, I want someone, my my main goal was to get someone who would treat me would be my protector gotcha. mm-hmm. um, and that was a, I didn't care what complexion they were as long as you protected and took care of me that was my main thing so I, no I don't think okay. I, I'm discriminated against what about Shakira she was rolling her eyes so I tried to get this story <laughs> so. were well, you dating just dark skinned dudes well um, my kids I, now, I love chocolate yeah. I love chocolate because it's sweet. It's, yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> I mean, chocolate, chocolate is the, the, the black of the berries. Are we going yeah. there? Are we going there? Let's not go there. <laughs> um, but I've had guys tell me I only date light skinned women. You know, or yeah. um, I got me a red bone. You know, and I'm like, okay, you know, so. 
And and those guys obviously didn't last because I don't like it. I don't. It's such a turn off. I don't like. I don't like how you try to classify me or classify us and put us. I think I don't didn't realize how deep it was for me until yeah. we had this conversation. And they're not really dating you then. No, they're right. Dating they're dating, yeah, right. They're exactly. Yeah. Like you know what? Only thing you. You want to put me on this pedestal because of my complexion. You don't even know who I am. You don't know anything about me. My likes, my dislikes. You know how I snore because I do. Um, but you know, you have you have that where some guys I know. I have uh, I know I, I had a talk show. I have a talk show, and I sent people on blind dates, which is like really cool, right? It is cool. Yeah. Well, what's cool? And so I had one guy tell me, I don't like dark skin. I don't date dark skin. And, and he was light skin or dark skin? He was brown skin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, um, I had chosen a dark skin girl, dark complexion girl, fair skin, and a white girl. Because I wanted to see what you would choose. Can y'all take a guess what he chose? Mm-hmm. Was it the, the white, white girl? girl? Oh, Lord. No. Yeah, the white girl. And I, and I asked him, I said, why do you do, how would you do it? You know, not nothing against it, but I'm like, seem like our brothers get to a point where they don't even want they don't even care about light skin or dark skin. They just want European, ero- exotic, erotic, you know. So I said, why would you? He's had bad experiences with dark skin women. So he, he's had bad experiences with dark skin women. Just don't never seem to work out. I'm like, for you to equate a bad experience to a color and not just a person. Yeah. What kind, what kind of women are you what dating? Kind of, it's the same thing that white America does to us. The same thing. So we do it amongst ourselves, like you said earlier. Um, but yeah, when you come, when it comes to dating, you have that. I only date light skinned women, or um, but I've never been the type of person to say I ain't gonna date nobody. Now, I will say I have not particularly been fond of uh, dating light skinned guys. I was just going to ask you. So and I think it's because I don't know, and I, I don't, I don't, I just never been like ooh. I've, you know, I've, I've also never. Now, we'll say this: there have been light skinned guys who I felt were kind of uppity. Um, there was one guy who was fair skinned I thought was really cute, um, but he ended up dating a white girl. So I just kind of like never really been into. Not that I'm, I could I date a white guy. How do you spend? You know, you treat me well, like you said, protect me. I'm gonna be all right. But um, yeah, light skinned guys sometimes sometimes they are. Different. So what was different with your with your kid's father? You said he's light skinned. Well, they're about they're about y'all's complexion. Oh, okay. Yeah, what am I anyway? Because <laughs> and the reason <laughs> I said it because yeah, them. people have their own perceptions about our skin shades, and I've had people tell me that I was dark skinned. I had people tell me I was brown skinned. I even had someone tell me I was light, and I'm nowhere near light skinned. I can tell you that, but <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, obviously, I know that I'm dark skinned, but where does it go? Brown skin. My yeah. son, yeah. that's what he says. He's dark skinned. But I look at my son, I'm like, you're not dark skinned. This is. You see, that's why I'm like, can we just all say we just brown? Like, why do we need all these shades? You cannot classify every shade. There's too many shades to even put it onto every shade. I'm like, you can't do it. There's so many different shades. If you lined up all the black, it would probably be so many shades. Yeah, I think I'm reading somewhere. They said there can be anywhere from 20 
to 60 different shades of blackness. What? Jesus, that's all that's right. crazy. That's good. Like, some people could say Tatiana's like. Some well, I've had, like, like, my siblings are like, like, my sister, I don't know why she was doing this. Maybe she's like, you're the lightest one of us. I don't know why that was important for her to say that. <laughs> but it's been said, and I'm like, okay. And then I actually, I had a one guy who I was dating, and he was white, and he was commenting on my skin. I have multiple white guys, and I don't, I'm like, I don't, don't comment on my, I'm going to shade of my skin. He, and he was like, well, you're not light. And I'm like, you don't, why do you yeah. need to say that? For what reason do you need to comment on it at all? Yeah. Just shut yeah. up. I don't. I wonder where that comes from. Well, I don't know. And I think it's kind of sometimes who are you comparing that person to? Yeah, right. yeah that's right. a good point. Like you know, you you just said that you're some another woman that you know is 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 lighter than Shakira, and so it's like maybe yeah. if if you were thinking about it, if we're comparing the two, like oh maybe you're not light skinned. Right. It just depends on who right. you're comparing. Well, who you comparing to? And you're right because well they used to say and no offense to anyone they would say high yellow red bone. You know we mm-hmm. used to shades. used to well, they still do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic. No, it still happens. <laughs> yeah, I was literally in the club like two years ago and some guy as black when we were walking in was putting him in a category. He was oh, walking wow. in. He was like dark skin, red bone. And I was like, I said, what are you doing? He was like, I'm just saying what cold women are. He was like, you brown skin. I was like, why are oh you doing God. this? Why are you doing this, sir? Oh, He's a black man. I don't know why he was doing this. It's not necessary. So, but, yeah, but my point is, it's still, that was literally like 2017 or 2016. No, I was that. We got issues, y'all. Yeah. We got issues. Man, yeah, we've gone yeah. over an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Barely. Yeah. It's 40 seconds over. Yeah. Um, is there anything, any points that y'all feel like you really wanted to get out today that you didn't get to have an opportunity to say or anything you want to close on? Let's just stop the colorism thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as as sisters, um, let's just love each other because we're sisters, you right. know? And and talk about real issues. Yeah. Because the, the color of our skin, that's not a real issue. No, it's not. I think we can take away from this conversation that we both experience discrimination amongst our own group. Mm-hmm. Light skin and brown skin and dark skin, all of us experience it. And I think we do it subconsciously. Um, but I think once we have the dialogue about it, we realize we're not that different. Right. And so our skin is not our issue. It's our hearts that's the issue. Our minds and how we perceive things and how we look at things. Um, because we both both of us experience different stuff to some degree, somewhere to shape, form, or fashion. Um, yeah, so this, I think what's interesting, she said, I didn't know you went through that, you know? Yeah. But I did. Yeah, I know. And, I, and, I, and I know you went through that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I know that. I know that. But you wouldn't expect it. But we go through it, too. We're still black. Yeah. What about you, AZ? I'll just say that... Um, there are no villains in this. I mm-hmm. think we all are victims in some yeah. form or fashion. And and then I'll just add that uh, we all are beautiful, too, and yeah. we should embrace it and not let anyone take that from us. I know it's easier said than done, but we, we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is very emotional. Yeah. Um, but I just think that we should, I think we as people are, are constantly trying to look at what's different and we yeah. need to start looking at what's the same. Yes. I mean, we, we didn't get into this, but there was a little bit of like talking about the hair thing. And I'm like, 
that's a unifying like let's let's focus on these unifying yeah. issues and yeah. like and I kind of made me want to go into another subject because when y'all was talking about it, I'm like ooh my issues with my hair I want to talk yeah. about that <laughs> so it's like it's so many different things we should look at we should, we need to be really thinking about how we can how we can find commonality yes. and something that's going to bring us together instead of how we can divide yes. ourselves yeah. and bring yeah. ourselves yeah. apart yeah. so thank you so much for coming on yeah. this was yeah. such yeah. a good yeah. conversation yeah. appreciate it keep listening everybody write us in the comments <laughs> I'm all up in the cut trying to hear the word Sometimes their views may strike a nerve If it's from TNLO, believe what you heard Making all the other hosts do real work She's a superstar and he's the nice guy We that flavor make your intellect real high When your week is full of stress Come and join us and get blessed